Daily Devotionals for the Sacred Assembly and Biblical Festivals Day 23 by Andrew Tam Daniel chapter 11, verses 2 to 20 Now then, I will reveal the truth to you. Three more Persian kings will reign, to be succeeded by a fourth far richer than the others. He will use his wealth to stir up everyone to fight against the kingdom of Greece. Then a mighty king will rise to power, who will rule with great authority and accomplish everything he sets out to do. But at the height of his power, his kingdom will be broken apart and divided into four parts. It will not be ruled by the king's descendants, and nor will the kingdom hold the authority it once had, for his empire will be uprooted and given to others. The king of the south will increase in power, but one of his own officials will become more powerful than he and will rule his kingdom with great strength. Some years later, an alliance will be formed between the king of the north and the king of the south. The daughter of the king of the south will be given in marriage to the king of the north to secure the alliance, but she will lose her influence over him, and so will her father. She will be abandoned along with her supporters. But when one of her relatives becomes king of the south, he will raise an army and enter the fortress of the king of the north and defeat him. When he returns to Egypt, he will carry back their idols with him, along with priceless articles of gold and silver. For some years afterward, he will leave the king of the north alone. Later, the king of the north will invade the realm of the king of the south, but will soon return to his own land. However, the sons of the king of the north will assemble a mighty army that will advance like a flood and carry the battle as far as the enemy's fortress. Then, in a rage, the king of the south will rally against the vast forces assembled by the king of the north and will defeat them. After the enemy army is swept away, the king of the south will be filled with pride and will execute many thousands of his enemies but his success will be short-lived. A few years later, the king of the north will return with a fully equipped army, far greater than before. And at that time, there will be a general uprising against the king of the south. Violent men among your own people will jo join them in fulfillment of this vision, but they will not succeed. Then the king of the north will come and lay siege to a fortified city and capture it. The best troops of the south will not be able to stand in the face of the onslaught. The king of the north will march onward unopposed. None will be able to stop him. He will pause in the glorious land of Israel, intent on destroying it. He will make plans to come with the might of his entire kingdom and will form an alliance with the king of the south. He will give him a daughter in marriage in order to overthrow the kingdom from within. But his plan will fail. After this, he will turn his attention to the coastland and conquer many cities. But a commander from another land will put an end to his insolence and cause him to retreat in shame. He will take refuge in his own fortresses, but will stumble and fall and be seen no more. His successor will send out a tax collector to maintain the royal splendor. But after a very brief reign, he will die though not from anger or in battle. In Matthew 24, 
Jesus specifically instructs that, quote, when you see standing in the holy place the abomination that causes desolation, end of quote, we are to recognize the unmistakable sign of his imminent return. He adds, this is spoken of through the prophet Daniel, let the reader understand. Jesus himself commands us to understand Daniel. Chapter 11 and 12 contains the longest sequential prophecy about the events leading to the time of the end and includes two of the four references of the abomination of desolation. By now we're familiar with the pattern of the visions, a long sequential prophecy of near-term events, chapter 11, verses 2 to 20, before the fast forward to the time of the end, chapter 11, 21 to 45. Daniel 11 verses 2 to 20 is fulfilled in detail from Daniel's time to the rise of Antiochus IV Epiphanes, that is 536 to 164 BC. The vision again builds on the previous revelation. The four horns that replaced the Greek kingdom is repeated chapter 11 verse 4. What has divided commentators is that Antiochus gave us a very strong foreshadowing of Daniel chapter 11, 21 to 32, a person who rose to power through intrigue, waged many wars in the region, conquered Israel following military defeat, and finally sacrificed a pig on the altar, an abomination. As a result, some view most of the passage is already fulfilled, However, the hinge of the chapter is marked by the time the contemptible person is introduced in verse 21. The angel shifts to a repeated emphasis that the vision concerns the appointed time. Chapter 11, verse 27. The time of wrath. Chapter 11, verse 36. And the time of the end. Chapter 11, verse 40. Many shy away from detailed descriptions of the end times because they assume it's mostly negative. However, the Lord reveals details in advance to prepare our hearts to be faithful and hopeful. There are six themes emphasized, six themes about the end times across Daniel chapter 11 and 12, most of which are positive. The first thing is understanding. The people who know their God, called the wise ones, will rise up. Chapter 12, verse 3. The second theme is great harvest. The wise instruct many, leading them to righteousness. Also chapter 12, verse 3. The third theme is supernatural help. Miracles. Great exploits. Chapter 11, verse 32, and angelic ministry. Chapter 12, verse 1. The fourth theme is faithful unto death. The saints are persecuted and martyred, but they remain faithful. Chapter 11, verse 33. The fifth theme is that all these occur in the most difficult three and a half years of human history. In God's mercy, there is a predetermined limit to the time of tribulation. 
Daniel chapter 12, verse 1. And finally, the sixth theme is that there is an appointed time of deliverance. God himself will deliver them and bring final salvation. Chapter 11, verse 45. If you'd like to go further in depth in this study, read Matthew chapter 24. Let's pray together. Lord, prepare your bride. We repent of putting off the day of your return. We earnestly desire the end of all things, where the Son of Man comes on the clouds to deliver his people. Break the power of our self-reliance, that the time of the end may come speedily. Grant us understanding. Send forth the laborers into the harvest. Release angelic help and keep us faithful unto death, even in the trials of fire. Amen. Take a moment to reflect and invite the Holy Spirit to speak to you.